1: 19 year old Jessica Simpson. Up, Ashley Simpson right here on the VIP. So with Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. She said, I want to be a role model to girls. Time to take a peek into the lives of the Simpsons sisters, Jessica and Ashley.
0: Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas.
1: It's our Ashley and Jessica's Christmas special. Welcome. We hope you're ready because we're very, very excited we're to like do this.
0: bursting with excitement. It's a little weird, but we're going with it. Yeah. Anyways, I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Dolly. This has been so anticipated literally since the first time I was sending Jolie like a list of things I wanted to do I was like we're doing a Christmas special (laughs) because of course we know at least we know for sure Jessica but Ashley too I'm sure very into Christmas very religious very into those choir Christmas songs and all of that she really gets into it so we're here to wish you a Merry Christmas if you don't celebrate it that's totally fine happy Hanukkah Kwanzaa Three Kings Day even
1: though that's in January we're just a little ahead but Ashley
0: Ashley and Jessica, you know, you don't have to subscribe to any particular holiday in order to celebrate them. So you could always just celebrate with their Christmas special.
1: Because that, I mean, yes, it's Christmas themed, but it's more so like just, there's just like a lot of like cute skits. It's just very funny and it really, I'm going to say something controversial. Okay, wow. Wow. (laughs) Right away. So, yeah, we're just setting the tone right now because this is also going to explain a lot later on as we talk about things. So I don't want to say I hate Christmas. It's just the holidays sometimes make me not the most cheerful. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, ruin someone else's day. But with that being said, I don't know. I'm really excited this season. Yeah. So and especially, like, listening to... I think a lot of it was just working in retail, like hearing like the same songs over and over again and Mm -hmm. like having kind of Christmas forced on me and like the end of September and like, I think that had a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. But being out of retail and like not like not having it just forced on me. I'm like, woo, Christmas. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I always loved Christmas, but I'm Halloween is my favorite holiday and I have trouble moving on right now. I still have three pumpkins sitting in my kitchen because I can't bring myself to put them outside because I know the squirrels are going to eat them really fast and then it'll really be over. Even though I'm looking at my fully decorated Christmas tree right now, <laughs> I have a second smaller Christmas tree. My mirror is decorated with lights. I have a wreath. I have Christmas stuff all over this freaking place. I have a Christmas table setting on this table. So like I'm in the Christmas mode. I just have attachment issues. So it's well, hard for me to move on when the
1: fall ends. <laughs> you could always paint like a tree or maybe like a Santa or a present on the pumpkin. <gasps> so, oh my- Christmas pumpkin? Yeah. <gasps> wow because <laughs> i've seen the christmas trees with the halloween decorations on it so my not knowledge might as well have it go both ways i
0: love that <laughs> i love uh, you know i've never done a halloween christmas tree but you know who does this we were just talking about they keep coming up bridget from girls next door right she always has a, a black halloween christmas tree and i still follow her on instagram she posts it every year and I, then i think for christmas she does like three different trees oh like, that's cute she's one of those people that goes i guess if you have a mansion it makes sense
1: yeah you know? i have a friend who lives in florida and they no joke have like it's not even like they have a mansion they have like a bigger home but they have like a christmas tree in their living room a christmas tree in their kitchen like Mm -hmm. they go ham for christmas
0: Yeah, I usually put a little one in my room Mm -hmm. Because then when I hang out in my room at night I still can feel Christmassy (laughs) I've had some hard Christmases But last Christmas was really good for some reason Then this Christmas is the first one in my new place Right It sucks that I can't have my family over really So I don't know if I can even have my parents over Like we're still kind of trying to figure out If we're gonna do that or not Because for Thanksgiving I had only them Which worked out And I quarantined and tested and all that stuff But now I'm just like ugh It's just hard this year, but I feel like maybe that's even more reason to like get into the spirit yourself. Right. And just watch all the specials and all the movies. Do you have a
1: favorite Christmas movie? I want to say Elf. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Because I just like, anytime I watch it, like it just instantly puts me in a good mood. Like I really wish I could be like, oh, like A Miracle on 34th Street, because it's a classic. It is a great film, but it's like whenever I just watch Elf, because you also see the progression with like his dad, where he's just like not in the spirit. And he's like, no, like you have to like, like I said, like I wouldn't put anyone else and, like, damper their excitement for the holidays because that's mm-hmm. not right. But, like, the way he, like, gets his dad to, like, actually be excited and was like, no, you have to believe and, like, drum up that energy because it's true. Like, whatever vibe you're putting out, like, if I was just like, oh, Christmas sucks and, like, I don't want to do the special or whatever, yeah. like, then you're just like, okay, Grinch. Like, yeah. You know? So it's – I don't know. That makes me happy. But just also, like, the character of Buddy the Elf. He's just very innocent and, like, <laughs> y- he does things that are bad but it's, it's always with a good intent or, like, he just doesn't know because – he was raised as an elf so that one's definitely my favorite what about you
0: well I have so many because that's me but (laughs) my all-time favorite that I watch every year on Christmas Eve cannot watch before after like I have to watch it on Christmas Eve is the Santa Claus I love that movie and the sequels are okay they're just kind of weird but I'd watch them every year too and then Home Alone and Home Alone 2 I also have to watch them like really close to Christmas it's like That's what I'm religious about is like, (laughs) that's my like ode to our Heavenly Father is watching my movies at the correct time. Because he didn't put me on this earth to watch movies at the incorrect time.
1: (laughs) That's how I feel. It's so, it's silly, but I don't care. That's, well, because you said Christmas movies, so I didn't want to get into this. But like a Christmas tradition I have is I watch Run on Christmas Eve every year so it's like I have to start it I love that on time 9 p.m eastern standard time like needs to be on yeah and then I usually watch it new year's and halloween too like I watch it whenever but like those specific holidays I'm like I just need it because Yeah. yeah
0: there's also some movies that aren't christmas movies but part of it will take place on christmas like die hard like Die Hard. And then the other one that I always like to watch sometime in December is Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Which it is Christmas during part of the movie, but it's by no means a Christmas movie. But just, I guess, the aesthetic, like their white Christmas tree and the snow and, you know, that, that whole thing where they say, like, before he came down here, it never snowed. And then right. like, it snowed everywhere. I'm like, ugh. Oh. Because like that, that's one of my first memories of my entire life is watching Edward Scissorhands. Oh, wow. When I was, like, a baby. So... <laughs> So it's just it feels like that time of year yeah. to watch it. But yeah, I also like I still watch all the kids specials.
1: Do you watch them like every year? It, d- <laughs> it depends. Like I try to watch them, but it's just like it depends on just like what's going on at the moment. Yeah. But like the like clay animation, uh, Rudolph the Knows Reindeer mm-hmm. and like Frosty the Snowman like those it's like I said, it's just something about it like you can't watch it and be like in a bad mood i
0: know so many things related to christmas make me so emotional i don't know why like there's something about the magic of the belief not just in jesus or god but in santa with little kids and everything yeah i feel like if kids believe in something then it's real it's real to them so like, therefore it's real maybe that's why i cry when i'm watching the <laughs> santa claus because i'm just like oh my gosh of course what we do i feel like santa's in our universe you yeah. know what i mean we're princesses so it's like we know him you know what i mean <laughs> it's that kind of thing yeah it just makes me really emotional and i actually have on my tree uh, ornaments from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Aww. and year without a santa claus do you know that one
1: that one i've seen i'm not gonna lie i don't fully remember it
0: it's iconic
1: so i'm gonna have to watch it this year and like, then i'll text you about it
0: it really is <laughs> anytime there's a threat of santa not being around i'm stressed i love that one but my favorite character in um rudolph is the elf that wants to be a dentist yes he is everything like yes rebel
1: (laughs) (laughs) do what makes you happy exactly i think it was please correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure john favreau directed elf yes um and he said he was inspired by that elf and like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Mm -hmm. that's what inspired him to make elf really yeah i didn't
0: know that that's so funny yeah
1: he's like that's why like the beginning where you see like the narwhal yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh when he comes out of the water like that whole scene was inspired like heavily by that Aww bye buddy
0: I hope you find your dad <laughs> you know what I watched the other night I've seen this movie so many times Jack Frost with Michael Keaton do you know what I'm talking about yes yeah oh my god where he turns into a snowman he deserved the Oscar let's be honest <laughs> that movie just like gets me so much even though it's like silly and I was watching it the other night and I was like this really is like magical there's so many that I haven't seen in a while that I really want to watch but I also watched The Family Stone for like the millionth time that was the first one I watched the the season right that one like i mean it's sad But I love the, I love their family dynamic and they feel like such a real family and it's just totally puts me in the Christmas spirit and makes me cry. So crying is like a big part of Christmas. I feel like (laughs) whether you're feeling the belief in whatever you believe in or you're crying because it's just like you're saying, I have had some years where I was like, yeah, because sometimes it's just you're like, you don't want to be bah humbug, but it feels like I'm so stressed out. There's so much pressure. There's so many people that don't care about the real meaning of christmas and they that's not a political statement By the way, I don't mean like why are people taking christ out of christmas like all that stuff is whatever But when I say the real meaning I just mean like whether that is the religious meaning to you or it's just being with your family together gathering together and sharing love but it's like so many people get obsessed with the presents and All of that kind of stuff and they just freak out and I feel like all the women in my family Are always going above and beyond and bending over backwards and taking care of everybody and doing everything Everything and getting like ten more gifts after the gifts are already all set, and I'm just like, can everyone breathe? Yeah, <laughs> like let's just bake some cookies. Let's Take hang it easy. Out. So yeah, people. I feel like sometimes people make Christmas annoying, but if Christmas is just like its natural self,
1: no, it's we good. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was also, like, I went to visit my brother and sister-in-law. They were picking me up from the train station, and uh, my sister-in-law was like, oh, we'll take the long way back. And my niece was in that car, and she's going to be three. And she was like, mommy, look at the lights. They're so beautiful. And, like, she was just so excited like the innocence of like her gasping every time she saw like a Santa blow up or like the lights changing yeah. like it was just so wholesome so wholesome I know.
0: it's really magical with kids like I actually this year especially for some reason I've really been thinking about I know not I'm not ready to have kids but if I had a kid right now like if I had a kid here it would be so much fun <laughs> Like I'm so excited for when I have kids and I can go through that whole thing with Santa because yeah. my cousins are they're grown up now they're 16 and 20 and um, I'm like, what year is it? (laughs) And, but when they were little, we always would go there on Christmas Day, but they would still, even though I was like on my way to their house, they would wake up in the morning and call me and be like, Santa came. That's so sweet. (laughs) And I was like, really what <laughs> you
1: know it was just so it's just so cute no but that's that's just sweet because it's like you know santa's supposed to come but yeah just that like it actually it finally happened like we've been waiting so long for this
0: yeah my dad still talks about how much i loved santa like he acts like it was this unique thing or something <laughs> you he were was, the only one <laughs> he was like you would get up at like 6 a.m i'm like yeah every child does it <laughs> he's like you were so excited you had so many toys i'm like i know (laughs) but it's like it must be so fun to get to do all that for your kid when it comes back around and That's another reason why I love the Santa Claus is because even though they're adults like I love the Judge Reinhold character he's the psychologist Mm. and so he's always like psychoanalyzing everything and then the mom is also really stressed because she thinks that her husband is losing his mind because he claims that he's Santa and and he's changing his appearance and stuff so they try to take custody away from him and he gets them the toys that they wanted when they were a kid they have this conversation about how they stopped believing in Santa because of X and Y whatever and um, because he's santa he just naturally knows what they wanted and then he gives them the toys and they're like oh my gosh <laughs> i feel like every adult like if you're not still in a relationship with your childhood self i feel like that's really sad and you should get more in touch with that person
1: yeah i just thought about it have you seen noel on disney plus no i haven't watched it you yet. have to watch it is it really good yeah i watched it last year when it came out and i was just kind of like ah. About Christmas last year, mm-hmm. but I watched it. It was really cute because Aww. they talk about how I don't want to like, like give anything away. So they talk about like all the qualities that Santa's supposed to have. Mm -hmm. And the way they display that through the movie, you see the character development and it's like, oh my gosh, it's it's just really sweet. And it's very, the sets were so, like, I'm a big, like, I just love costumes. So how detailed and all the embroidery on it, it was just like, yes, like, that's what I want.
0: Yes. That's another thing about Santa Claus that I love. When you go to the North Pole, they really did a great job with that set design. It really feels like what it would look like and what it would be and all the costumes and everything and that's the thing is like in the sequels they maintain that high quality i just don't like some of the plot points i'm like okay whatever but to me the first one is so pure and so beautiful and i just can't wait for christmas eve so i can watch it (laughs) (laughs) so should we get to our
1: review of rejoice i think we should
0: okay so this is jessica's first christmas album one of two mm-hmm. It came out on November 23rd 2004 Right So I love this album I think that because we know That Jessica is such a believer in Jesus It makes the songs more meaningful Because right. you know that she's really singing from her soul And she really believes everything that she's singing It's not that you can't sing a song That's more on the Jesusy side If you're not <laughs> a believer It can still like sound beautiful but just knowing especially from reading her book knowing how much in her heart she really loves god it just adds to it it's very sweet
1: so what is your overall thought of the album there was i don't think she had a bad song on the album i think there were some that definitely weren't as strong as others Mm -hmm. but there was definitely no bad songs on the album
0: yeah i agree
1: there's certain songs that we'll kind of get into it more once we're discussing each song Mm -hmm. but there's like certain things where i'm like oh why didn't they do this for her why didn't They do that. Yeah, I agree. Um, But yeah, overall, I would say like such a strong vocal performance through all the songs. Like Mm -hmm. the transition from song to song was good. She had a nice mix of like the more classic ones that like were more upbeat and cheerful and ones that were more like mellow and calm. And like that is so important to me.
0: I agree. There was a good blend of happy, fun songs and then more serious, emotional kind of songs, which is good. So this album debuted on the Billboard 200 at number 16 with sales of 152,000 copies, which is really good for a Christmas album. And also for some reason, Jessica has never charted well. Like even her songs that you consider to be like big singles, um, she's never really been a charts artist. I don't know why, because obviously she's amazing and we love her songs. But for her album to do this well during this time kind of shows... How big she was. Because it was also a Christmas album. It's not even like it had this big build up of. First single, you right. know? So I don't know. There's a dispute in what I've seen about the sales. So on Wikipedia, it has contradicting statements. It says that it sold 2 million copies total. Mm-hmm. But then in the commercial performance section, it says, As of February 23rd, 2009, the album has sold a total of 669,000 copies in the United States. So maybe the 2 million figure is
1: actually the worldwide figure. That would make more sense, yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know unless since 2009 I don't think since 2009 it would have sold over a a million more so did really well for Jessica and also obviously spawned this Christmas special that we'll be talking about but do you want to do a song by song Sure. So when we do these reviews this is our first album review on here so it's kind of a big deal. It is. And I want to be honest because I don't even though we love them so much, I don't want it to just be, oh my God, queen, like every... Yeah, every 30 (laughs) seconds. Because that's boring. And, you know, we're going to give honest critiques if we don't... Because every single song... I mean, I don't think anybody, if you have a favorite artist or band, it's not like every single thing they've ever done is perfect. Right. And I think when... The more I care about an artist, the more I'm likely to give a really honest opinion. Right. Because I care
1: more. I'm like, oh, they should have done that. Yes. And it's like you have, I don't want to say like expectations, but like you can tell, once you've listened to someone enough and you're, you just invest your time like into them, like obviously you don't know them personally, but you could tell when someone's not being genuine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing. Like you could tell if this was just something where she was like, okay, let me just sing it. Mm -hmm. and like she didn't connect with it or what have you
0: right and that's one of the reasons why i love the album is because you know how connected jessica is to her faith so it's really beautiful but i was actually just looking at the credits and number 10 it's christmas time again it's credited to two of the producers that she was working with and then nick and jessica that's cool so i guess that was her this is an original song okay Sometimes it's so hard to know because you just expect most Christmas songs to be covers and then so many of them sound alike. Right. The album opens with Let It Snow, Mm. which also had an accompanying video. If you can call it that, which, (sighs) I mean, I already ranted about this on our Instagram story. This is, by the way, not shade toward Jessica at all. I am shading
1: Columbia. Yeah, no, I agree. It was... Just disrespectful, to say the least.
0: (laughs) I know that she was really busy during this period, but in the time that it took for them to do this, they could have at least set up a nice set for her. I don't understand why they couldn't have just gone to their house when they weren't home or something. Like, if they're really busy promoting all this shit, then they could have gone to their house and set up, like, a winter wonderland in the backyard or something. Because there's also the Oh Holy Night Mm -hmm. video. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. (laughs) And that one too, she could have done that one inside the house and then Let It Snow obviously needs to have snow. So they could have done it in the backyard. They could have done like a magical winter wonderland. Just set the whole thing up. Spend a few. Like it's not even that much money when you think about it in the grand scheme of things to – just set up like a beautiful set for her and it just have it be something real, not just a green screen.
1: Or even if they just, like you said, they did something in their house and they just went into the living room and put up a tree and like she was, first you see her like stringing lights on the tree and then she, like they stopped recording and she goes to do an interview and mm-hmm. then they're like, okay, they start filming again and she's just putting ornaments on and they're like, they kind of cut the footage together. So it's her decorating the tree throughout the song. I feel like that would even be like a little bit better than this like cheesy green screen.
0: Yeah. Or maybe give it a story Like maybe there's Because there's one episode of Newlyweds Where it's Christmas time And Nick and Drew are in New York And Jessica I can't remember where she is But then she surprises him Mm -hmm. By coming home or not home She comes to New York Where he's staying Like Nick and uh, Drew and Leah Surprise him With Jessica And it would be cute If they did some kind of storyline Like maybe Jessica's alone In the house And Nick calls her And is like Oh I'm not gonna make it They also had that birthday special Did you see right. her birthday special Where he lied to her And said that he was stuck And he couldn't get to her right. They could have done Something like that You know And then maybe she sings Oh holy night Or whatever And then at the end He shows up Something like romantic Because newlyweds Was such a thing So Right I just don't know why you wouldn't... If I'm Columbia Records, and I'm like, wow, before Jessica wasn't as famous and we were trying to figure out how to promote her to the world and now she's super famous let's give this some punch yeah and give all we have rather than just oh she's gonna hold an umbrella in front of a green screen yeah
1: it's like i said like they didn't have to do anything with like a huge budget right but they could have done something else that just didn't look as cheesy so yeah but But, sorry (laughs) i was gonna say the vocal performance on the song was great like it was when i think of jessica more times than not, I think it was like upbeat, very poppy, like just driving with the windows down, sun shining yeah. day, like, and just that it gave me that feeling. This is a cute
0: song. It's not one of my favorite Christmas yeah. songs. It's just a cute, fun, breezy song and. She did a good job. But, I mean, obviously in the video, she does look absolutely gorgeous. That and the Oh Holy Night video, like, she just looks so stupid pretty. Yeah. <laughs>
1: she also just looks so, like, ethereal, almost angelic. Like, it's... Yeah.
0: Her features really... I'll talk about this in the Christmas special with all her different looks. but oh like her, her features really kind of lend themselves to winter, I think, weirdly. I mean, I guess when she's tan and stuff, then it's more of a summer look. But her coloring, I think, just looks so good with, like icy makeup and
1: yeah red
0: lips and all that kind of stuff so not that there's a look that she looks bad <laughs> in so I don't even know what I'm talking about so next we have the christmas song chestnuts roasting on an open fire this song i definitely like more than let it snow but Like, there's other songs on this that I feel like she really put her stamp on. Right. And I was like, that is Jessica's version. She killed it. This one seems more to me... It's just very good. It's like she has a good voice and she's singing a good song, but it's not one that I'm going to, like, rush and
1: press play on. I have kind of the same sentiments. I think I like it a little bit more than you do. But this is just, like, one of my favorite Christmas songs. Mm -hmm. So... To hear her do this? I was excited about it. It just, it suits her voice really well, yeah. I think. You know, like, not that she has, she doesn't have a raspy voice because Ashley has more of a raspy voice, but like, I don't know how to explain it. Just like her tone as she sings it. I'm just like, Ooh. Mm-hmm. like, I just, it just makes me feel calm.
0: Yeah. Jessica has a very specific tone to her voice. It's different from any other voice that I've heard of. Yeah. And it really gives her a nice distinction from the other pop artists, I think.
1: Which I need to double check. I'll probably do it when, when we're done i'm filming but everyone on twitter keeps saying it's jessica on the mask singer and i'm like no it's tori kelly <laughs> and like i don't care i'll stand on my soapbox it's not jessica oh. you've been stressed about this for weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's just like like you're saying like her voice is so distinct so people are like oh well we think it's her because hints that are like disney related and it's like no please stop anyways baby, it's cold outside
0: So this song is controversial, especially in recent years.
1: It's been criticized for it being a little sounding like coercion. Which it really isn't. And then just because of the historical context of the song, it was just like, you're not supposed to sleep over at your boyfriend's house if you're not married. So like, that's really the whole point of the song where he's just like, no, it's fine to stay over right he's not trying to like rape her no <laughs> and like some people are like oh well she says like what did you put in this drink and it's like no like like it's people that... have said that before where it's just like oh like wonder what you put in this like it's not that there's something like it's not like it was ruthie it was just she's just like trying to look for an excuse to stay
0: yeah well the thing is it's playful like it's clear that she actually wants to stay right but it's that it's very early jessica career because it's just that whole thing where the girl's like i know that i should say no and I, I should can. play hard to get and I and I should tell him no you can't touch me I'm not sleeping over or you know you have to sleep on the couch even though I want to stay I shouldn't because I have to be a good girl and good girls don't sleep over guys houses right but yeah it's definitely part of that era of boys will be boys they're just so of course
1: he wants her to stay over why wouldn't he you know it's just time context like when the Beatles were really big they'd sing little girl but they're not referring to a child like that was (laughs) something that they would call women you know like it's great Granted, it might not translate well now, but that doesn't mean that's what the context was then.
0: Yeah. It annoys me because there are so many genuine examples of really disgusting things in pop culture throughout the years, especially the past hundred years where we've had the advancements for, you know, movies, music, television, all of that. I just feel like focusing on things like this that are more of the time period. Right. If someone put out a song like this now, if this was a new song, I'd be like, eh. It doesn't make sense in the context of now Where it's fine to sleep Even if you're not dating someone or you're not Whatever it's fine for a woman to sleep Over at a man's house but my dad Is of a different generation and he Even says to me what time did you get home You shouldn't be out past dark because I'm A woman you know he thinks I'm gonna get attacked Or something so he's like you should Not be out what are you doing out you know Even when I have slept over friends houses That are not men he's just like oh You should be home you know like it's dangerous Or whatever it's not a sex coercion song as much as it is like i just don't get like, a rapey vibe
1: no i don't especially since like you're saying it's just kind of like it she says like my father will be pacing the floor and he's mm-hmm. like oh well it's up to your knees out there like look look, like, yeah yeah you just be like oh well yeah i should have come home but you know i would have been in more danger getting home than staying safe where i was mm-hmm. which is true yeah so also while we're talking about the song i I'm really mad they did. I know they performed it for the Christmas special, but they should have done a music video. I feel like they could have marketed this more. They could
0: have made this. First of all, I don't like this cover. I I think they could have done a better job with it. What do you you think?
1: I'm kind of like neither here nor there. I feel like not just picking on Nick, but I feel like he didn't do that great with it. So kind of Jessica had to like play down to like, I'm not just trying to pick on him. Like that's how it feels like to me when I hear the other songs on her album.
0: Okay, so you're right. So Nick is holding back and Jessica was clearly told by the record label that she needed to sound sexy on this song and that she needed to do this Marilyn Monroe thing because this, her performance here is so breathy.
1: Yeah. To the
0: point where sometimes you can't even understand what she's saying. She really puts an affectation on every word that, is just, it doesn't sound natural. And every once in a while she'll do this in other songs like I've heard it before, but she'll do it on a certain line maybe, or something like that. It just doesn't work for me because I always say that you can do whatever you want, but if somebody has a signature thing, just don't even try it. That's Marilyn Monroe's thing. Right. That's her iconic Sound when another iconic person Is known for something it's not really good To do that and I feel like she's just Putting on this voice that sounds really She's trying
1: right And trying too hard right where her natural Voice is just
0: so beautiful Right and I also don't like the arrangement of this I know that the lines are supposed to Overlap but there's something off about This version like I've heard other versions Where it's a better mix and Blend of the two voices and This one I just feel like it's almost almost. almost too fast and like you're saying Nick is holding back but Jessica's like pounding me I'm a sexy breathy woman thing and so it just feels very uneven to me to the point where I hadn't heard this in years and then when I started playing it this season as soon as I pressed play on this song I was it was almost like
1: off-putting yeah the
0: the tempo of the song and just the way that it I don't know how to explain it yeah (laughs) it's just not my fave that's okay yeah
1: oh holy night this one gave me chills when I heard it
0: Yeah, so this is probably well, what's your favorite Christmas song? Not just on this one of all time. Do you have one? Because this is probably mine. This and like the Bell's. Sorry,
1: I was trying to think of what it was called. Um The Paul McCartney. That one, that's my favorite. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that one too. But Oh Holy Night is definitely up there. Like it might be my favorite Christmas song. It's hard to to (laughs) choose, but this song is so as a singer, this song is so fun to sing and it's so satisfying. And I love that on this one, they really just let Jessica sing. Yes. (laughs) You know, especially her big finish and everything. It does give me chills. Like, it's a beautiful song. And she's amazing with ballads. Yeah. She
1: just nails it. She just, yeah, she really knocked this one out of the park. Like, I listened to it and like, like I said, it was maybe like 30 seconds in and I had chills all over my body and I was like, oh my goodness, like, that's how it should be. Yes. Especially this particular song. It does make me
0: emotional.
1: It's just so beautiful.
0: And I tend to... I mean, I like the fun Christmas songs, but I tend to like the more deep... Right. Even, like, dark, kind of, sometimes mysterious Christmas songs. They just... Get Me, which is why, like, we'll talk more about that with some other songs coming up. Mm -hmm. But I just love the emotion of it. and You can hear it in her voice. Yeah. So next we have the iconic... Oh
1: my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. The Little Drummer Boy. Which I... (sighs) am deeply disturbed i did not know that this was on jessica's christmas album i just thought they sang this for the special no how could they leave it out yeah <laughs> so i am really mad at myself that for years i wasn't enjoying this on loop because i didn't know where to find it this
0: song to me usually i can take it or leave it but i love this version for some reason there's something about the way that ashley sings this song i mean jessica too but this whole album is Jessica's moment. So I'm just like, let's give Ashley her due. I love the way she sings this. Yeah. It really works good with her voice. And for some reason, she really makes me feel for that little drummer boy. Yeah, I'm like, yes, play your <laughs> drum for that king.
1: Go off. <laughs> that and it's like the rasp in Ashley's voice where we're like, Jessica's is more, I don't want to say soft, but like more, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's light. Yeah. The way they sound together is so... Beautiful. I agree. Like when we first started talking about the doing this podcast, this was like one of the first like memory that clicked in my head. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that performance!" <laughs>
0: I remember you saying yeah. that to me like very early on.
1: Yeah, this yeah. is just amazing. I think this is my favorite song on the album, not just because it's or this is this is tied with another one, but this is up there yeah. on the album.
0: This was a good song to include because a lot of celebrities don't do this on their no, Christmas and that's albums. also why I liked it. Yeah, It was just an interesting. Interesting one to choose out of every Christmas song To choose a duet for them to choose this one I actually would love to hear why they chose this one And if there's any significance to How they feel about it or if it was just Hey maybe this will be a good
1: one Yeah. So Ashley and Jessica if you're listening please tell us
0: And also Ashley please come out with a Christmas album Because I want to hear The way her voice sounds singing all these Classic songs because she does have A voice that's a little more raspy and a little more Rock and roll and I think sometimes I Hate when there's an artist that's more rock or alternative, and they try to make the Christmas song like so rock and roll when right. it's not really. I mean, some arrangements are good, but you can't completely like change
1: it. That's why it's a classic.
0: Yeah, and she's such an artist that I feel like she would come up with good arrangements, and mm-hmm. it would be great because she could have a song with Jessica, she could have a song with Evan. Oh, I'd love that. Mm-hmm. So Ashley,
1: get to work. Uh, no, I <laughs> know <kidding.
0: laughs> she's busy with her baby. But. Yeah.
1: But, you know, we're waiting. Yeah.
0: So the next song is I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. So this song is not... I don't like this song in general. It's nowhere near as bad as Santa Baby. But even though, like, yes, the little kid is just saying that, you know, the little kid doesn't realize that her dad dressed up as Santa, right? It's a cute idea. But any song that sexualizes Santa at all, I just can't. (laughs) You know, it's just not my thing. That said, Jessica sung this about as good as it could possibly be, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's... This is... (laughs) For me, like I said, I was going to say some controversial things, so sorry. Okay. This, for me, is just as bad as Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. I oh, no. hate it. <laughs> I think Jessica did the best she could with, yeah. you know, the song, but like... Yeah.
0: I mean, even though it's not really sexual, I just... The idea of a little kid seeing their mom kiss Santa... It's like, whoa. Especially because the kid doesn't realize that it's their dad. So the kid thinks that their mom is cheating. I mean, I'm taking this too seriously, but (laughs) honestly, that's weird, right? Yeah, a little (laughs) bit.
1: Like, even you were bringing up Santa Baby. Like, the only version that I like is one naya rivera did she did it for glee and then they ended up cutting it but the way she did it it was just like she wasn't trying to i mean the song obviously has like that like sexy connotation through it Mm -hmm. but she wasn't trying to make it more than what it is so like that version i can kind of tolerate i just hate
0: the lyrics though it's just weird yeah so thank god that's not on here
1: (laughs) no good job jessica yes so next we have what child is this so good. This makes me really, really mad. Jessica wasn't on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Like that's instantly like what I was listening to this. I was like, just the way it's like slow and she just belts so beautifully i'm like why didn't she do something on broadway there's Mm -hmm. still time
0: yes definitely and
1: tint but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was just instantly what i thought of like the the lead characters i want song and Mm -hmm. like i was just like oh i would have really loved to see that i've never heard this song before by any other artist or if i have like i really don't remember it Mm -hmm. but this one i thought Was so beautiful.
0: I This is one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's just haunting. It's one of those hauntingly beautiful songs. And to me you just really feel the emotion. Of Mm -hmm. the story of the first Christmas. And baby Jesus and all of that. It's just so beautiful. And I love that she was able to really shine. On these vocals. Because like we said. You do have the more fun songs. But when she's really just getting down to it. And just belting out these classics. It's so good. And yeah this is another one that's probably not covered as much as it is. it really should be for how amazing it is. But, do you know who it was covered by? No. <laughs> not on recording, unfortunately. But Britney Spears.
1: Really? Sung
0: this at her kindergarten graduation.
1: Fascinating.
0: What an icon. First of all, I'm guessing graduation is in June, so I love that she was <laughs> at five. She was like, I- I'm singing What Child Is This? <laughs> 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 like, go off. I just love that. But yeah that was famously one of her first performances oh, wow
1: so what christmas means to me another classic i think this was good i i know there was one let me backpedal a little bit when i was listening to this one similar to what the sentiments for the last song i just really wish that they made a commercial or a music video for this and Jessica's dressed up as an elf and then you don't really see what she's doing but at the end she like goes into Macy's and she's putting out the shoes she made everywhere. Like it's kind of cheesy but also kind of cute. Wait, I freaking love that idea. (laughs) She should still do that. Right. Like I just thought, I don't know, like I don't think she had her shoe line yet. She didn't. She didn't. That was
0: I think 2006.
1: Right. But it was like, I don't know, that's just, like I said, knowing where we are now, I just feel like that would have been really cute. You know, like you could see her with like the elf ear stick out of her blonde hair and like (laughs) she's just grinning really big and then you see her like getting a hammer and holding up fabrics and like you just Mm -hmm. see it rolling down and that would have been
0: so cute if she I mean she still could it would be really cute if they showed Kids, yeah, I was just gonna say that like her and Maxi <laughs> making stuff because I know Maxi and Ace are already modeling for the brand, and I think it would be really cute if it was like Jessica was in the not factory but at the North Pole, like the making workshop shoot, at the yeah. workshop. The workshop that's the word <laughs> factory. <laughs> That's grim. Um, No, at Santa's workshop, making stuff and then putting it out in Macy's.
1: That's so cute. Or even the kids making it and bring it over to her. And she's kind of like checking which ones like dressed as Santa or Mrs. Claus even.
0: Yeah. And she could be like checking the list of naughty and nice. Right. Oh my gosh. You honestly need to just write for Jessica. (laughs) Write her commercials, all of her marketing. I would love
1: that. Yeah.
0: We're available, Jessica. (laughs) Just
1: just let us know.
0: (laughs) Yes so okay so next we have breath of heaven mm-hmm. which another you know similar to what child is this right it's one of those deeper more haunting christmas songs and right. i love it it's originally by amy grant so it's not as i think it's maybe from the 80s okay so it's not as classic but when i say it's not as classic i mean it's not as old basically Got like it. it hasn't been done as many times but i think this song is so beautiful and honestly for me this and what child is this are the highlights of the album those are the ones that i listen. to to over and over again whereas some of the other ones like what christmas means to me and let it snow like they're obviously like i love jessica so they're great but to me this is the standout
1: right for me i'm just being honest at first i was like eh, like this is a little boring but once i got halfway through the song i kind of started to appreciate it more and just like listening to once i got about halfway through and i was like getting more into it i pause it started it again and i end up just loving it just like lyrically the way jessica just performs it i was mm-hmm. just like wow and then again like this one i appreciated because it wasn't one i heard all the time so i was like what wow. like this is just something special
0: mm-hmm. i see now that amy grant came out with this in 1992 and i know so jessica was 12 at the time and i know that she amy was a really big inspiration for her oh so that's so sweet Just yeah. paying homage to her yeah so i think it's good that she got to sing this so we just listened to it's, <laughs> it's christmas time again, again. <laughs> because now that i read the liner notes i was more interested to hear it from the perspective of oh jessica wrote this <clears throat> now she also wrote this with billy Mann, chris rojas and nick lachey which i think is so nice that they wrote a christmas song together that's cute we'll talk about this more in the platypus episode coming up but i love when they collaborate yes (laughs) It just makes them seem more in sync as a couple. Right. Whereas many other things from their relationship that we witnessed make them seem like, why are you guys together? But I think they work really well together and I like this song. It's a fun, nice Christmas song. I like this more than her cover of Let It Snow. You know I like this more than Baby It's
1: Cold Outside. Yeah, I have that on my notes. I was like, I really wish that they played this more like when I was working retail. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because it's different but also like it's just very like on brand Jessica like what you'd expect if she wrote a Christmas song.
0: Yeah. This
1: is definitely like one of my favorites on this album.
0: Me too and I love when people in general just decide to write new Christmas songs. Right. Sometimes it's so bad because it's like how many more times can we tread over this topic? Right. But there, everyone saw there's really good ones like I love Hanson's Finally It's Christmas I love Gwen Stefani does this song called My Gift is you, Mm. and it's such a beautiful, cute, romantic love song and so i hope that jessica writes more in the future because we do have the second christmas album which i actually like more than this one happy christmas okay so we'll get to that next christmas (laughs) but i hope she does another one even
1: yeah or even like kelly clarkson's (laughs) christmas album is only out like christmas album but i'm like ooh, i want to listen to that just because like she has (laughs) she covers like some older songs she wrote some new songs and i don't know there's just something about it where i'm just like okay cool like Mm -hmm. i get the similar Feelings listening to Jessica's album, so that's cool. Cause like otherwise I'm just kinda like, eh, like put on a Christmas music, Christmas yeah. Eve, Christmas Day, but I'm not like oh, it's November for it's November first, it's Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah, for me it was always more about the classic like Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra kind of songs right. that I grew up with my family playing. But Because I love Hanson. I love their original Christmas album, Snowed In, from 1998, but their newer one, Finally It's Christmas, that's the name of the first song and the whole album, they write Christmas songs more from the perspective of, let's just write a good pop rock song and then make it Christmas, rather than the mindset of, we have to make this Christmas day and have sleigh bells and all that kind of stuff right away, they really write such good Christmas songs. So, for me, being a fan of them, it's not Christmas until I'm listening to (laughs) those two albums. But yeah, generally, I don't really... You know, as a huge Britney fan, I'm not really, like, disappointed that she never did one or anything like that. I mean, Christina's Christmas album I enjoy, but I'm not... Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know she had one. Okay. It's called My Kind of Christmas and... (laughs) the funny thing about it is that she was really stifled on her first album as she's extensively talked about right and then she got to do this album and you can tell there's a lot of over singing on it and i think it's because she was just kind of like fuck you guys like i need to yeah. sing you know i really like her chestnuts roasting on the open fire and her version of oh holy night because she stops in the middle of it to say the lord's prayer oh which is really pretty and nice but then she starts like yelling at the end of the song which is just very very christina iconic we love you christina so (laughs) so yeah and then we have the last song jessica takes us to church hark the herald angels sing featuring it says ty tribut and ga which i assume is a choir yes because i assume that's the choir
1: amazing this with little drummer boy my favorite like absolutely top tier on the album yeah because it's just oh, the gospel choir behind her was, like, the perfect addition to this song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then when I envisioned, like, what we, we were researching and just learning more about Jessica, and I didn't know initially she was a Christian singer. So, it's, like, hearing this, I could easily hear him, like, yes, I could definitely hear her singing this at, like, midnight mass at the church and just, mm-hmm. like, blowing everyone away because I can't even, like, say enough good things about it. I can't find the yeah. words. Can you imagine her when she
0: was, like, 10 or 12 or whatever and just,
1: at church just... Casually singing this
0: I feel like <laughs> I would have passed out Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Because I feel like I don't go to church that much anymore But my mom, especially on Christmas My mom and dad would take me on Christmas morning or whatever And sometimes you're just so Overcome by how amazing the choir is But in my experience The solo singers, sometimes it's just like Someone in the community who's a good singer It's not like Jessica yeah. <laughs> you know? So they really were blessed No wonder they believe in Jesus so much <laughs> They're like he brought this angel to us seriously so yeah on the um the deluxe edition we have a bonus track yes which is angels the acoustic version now this is on jessica's third album in the skin and i guess she added it to this one because it's called angels it's not really a christmas song right
1: she releases like a full version like you said on in the skin where it's like it's more produced i guess is the best Hard mm-hmm. to explain it. Even though it's like I've heard at least a lot of different covers of this song so it's kind of like eh like cool it's an extra song but like I don't know I just feel like the other songs It's just not that Christmas. Yeah.
0: Yeah I like this song. I don't love this song but I love how much Jessica loves this song Yeah, because I, I feel like with. yeah like she really pushed this song and I just think it's interesting that she released this as a single because I mean we'll talk about this when we talk about In the Skin but she released this as a single the next year so I think it's interesting that she put it on in the skin Then she put it on this Christmas album. Then she put it out as a single at the height of her fame rather than putting out something that was a little bit more of a singly, right? catchy song. So I love how much she loves it. And I mean she sounds beautiful on this. I like the acoustic version. Probably more. I like her voice on it. It's just a really good version of
1: it. That's something I have in my notes too. I put like I like this version better than the one on in the skin. Not that it's bad. It's just I just feel like it suits the song better acoustic.
0: Yeah, it's more of an organic natural feel to the song which is obviously that's in touch with Jessica's beliefs and all that kind of stuff. So right. so that is our review of Rejoice. Now we asked you guys what your favorite songs on it were and I have the results. Let's see. Of course, Derek said Little Drummer Boy feature- featuring Smashley Simpson. I mean, what else? It's a no-brainer. <laughs> Amanda said so hard to choose I agree it would be really hard for me to just pick one single song off this album Mm -hmm. Jordy said breath of heaven which yes (sighs) it's hard for me to choose between drummer boy breath of heaven what child is this and hark
1: yeah because those are just like I hate that I can't find the words but like I'm just so thoroughly impressed yeah by Jessica Mm -hmm. because a lot of times I can't speak too generally but I just feel like I've heard some Christmas songs or albums and it just kind of sounds like they're like okay come on like we're just trying to get this done like yeah record it and let's get it out we're this it just feels like she put more time and thought into all the songs that went on it.
0: I agree. <laughs> should we rate the album? Is that what we should do? I feel like it's hard to do a 7 out of 10 or 8 out of 10. It's kind of difficult. Because I would say there's definitely more high points on the album than right. low points, for sure. There's a couple songs that I'm kind of like whatever about, and then I don't really like Baby It's Cold Outside. I think Jessica, like we said, I don't like Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, but Jessica sounds so good on it. That she to does me, sound good. It's almost not a low point, because she really does sound great singing it. So, I don't know. I feel like I maybe I would give it a 7 out of 10, but because I the, the songs that I love, I love them. So it's like even if the other ones I don't love as much, it's like I don't really care.
1: Right. So maybe
0: I'll give it an 8 out of 10.
1: 8 out of 10 is solid. Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't know, I really like this album. I'm going to have to <laughs> say like 9 out of 10. Like it's wow. it's really good. Yes. It's really, really good. Jessica, you did it, girl. <laughs> Congratulations. You won Christmas.
0: Yes, and you deserve <laughs> the high sales, 100%. I'm happy that even though we didn't get another album during this Time, which I really would have liked if she came out with an album in 2005, like early 2005, early 2004. I'm glad that she got to take this moment to celebrate her beliefs and give us these amazing songs because now it's part of Christmas.
1: It is. And one of the other questions that was asked was what Christmas song would you like Jessica to cover that she hasn't done yet? Oh my gosh.
0: I want her to do Carol of the Bells really bad. Yeah. And I also want her to do All I Want for Christmas Is You.
1: Amanda said that as well. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, Please Come Home.
0: That song, oh, that song, I really love Hanson's cover of it. That's the one I always listen to, that's on their newer Christmas album. It just gets me so. That song just gets me. And her voice, like her soulful, you know, I could just imagine her belting it out and oh, I need it.
1: The other request was Hard Candy Christmas.
0: What is that?
1: I'm not entirely sure. I'm not going to lie.
0: Let's Google it. Oh, it's Dolly Parton. Oh. Of course, Jessica (laughs) needs to do it. (laughs) Anyone who's read her book knows her connection to Dolly, and I'm sure Dolly would give her her blessing on that one. Yeah. Those would be my top choices. I think her and Carol of the Bells would just be so... (sighs) That song is magical. Every single version of that song I love. I mean, I know the Trans-Siberian Orchestra one is the big one. Yeah. But I love the version that's in Home Alone. It's just so, like, quiet. And then the way it builds, I feel like that would really... Her voice would really lend itself. Wait! Ashley needs to sing. Her and Ashley need to sing. Because there's so much layering in that song and so much (sighs) build-up.
1: Which kind of brings me to the other question that you asked. Yes. Was, if you can get one Christmas gift for Jessica, what would it be? And our friends at the Dunzo podcast said, another Christmas duet with Ashley. Oh, my God. Thank you, Troy. (laughs) Exactly. We, we need, need that.
0: more. And then Derek said that he would get Jessica a... But wait, let me see exactly what <laughs> he wrote. Oh, a vintage The Doors or whatever old rock band shirts she'd be wearing. Which, yes, I feel like sometime in the middle of newlyweds, she started getting photographs all the time in band t-shirts. Yeah. And it's just kind of never ended. And then in her book, she talks about how much she and Eric love Led Zeppelin and that their wedding song was a Zeppelin song. And, th- and he was also playing her favorite Zeppelin song when he proposed. So... So I love that Jessica has kind of like all of these sides to her music taste and what she can do because she obviously came from singing in the church. So she has that version. She has the country version of herself, you know, with Come On Over or Mm -hmm. I mean, well, yeah, Come On Over and Do You Know the album and recording in Nashville and all of that. But she also is like this really big fan of classic rock and in her studio at home i know she has pictures of the rolling stones and all that kind of stuff and she's really inspired by classic rock so i just think that's interesting i love that
1: Ugh, multi talented and perla said her christmas gift for jessica would be slapping nick across the face
0: who can blame her (laughs) i don't no i don't
1: not even a little bit
0: and for what what they would get ashley i feel like this was a little bit of a roast yeah Uh, because we got two answers one was an Applebee's gift card and the other was Tums ouch you guys this is not a hateful podcast toward Ashley we love her I mean I don't even know if Tums would have helped her very serious condition I think that needed that needed more time that needed more care from her of eating better and not screaming and things like that but I don't know. What would you get, Ashley, for Christmas?
1: Ooh. What if
0: all of a sudden they invited us to their Christmas and obviously we had to bring gifts? We'd have to I run would, out. Yeah, I'd
1: have to run out. I feel like Jessica's very comfort thing. So, like, a really nice, soft, throw blanket. Like, maybe, I feel like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, one, like, kind of cinnamon, like, festive kind of candle than one that's kind of more, like, year-round. So, like, sugar cookie or something like that. Ooh. And then for Ashley, I don't know. I want to say...
0: Ashley's harder to buy for. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because
0: she's more eclectic. And she's one of those people that I would want to get like an eclectic weird gift for.
1: Right. But
0: she also has specific tastes. So if you did that, she might hate it.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't think she would outwardly say it, but she might have be been like, oh, that's <laughs> so sweet. We're going to put this. Um, I don't know. Maybe wait a second. Maybe
0: we could get them like matching like a still from the Christmas special of them singing and we could do like a pretty matted frame and give them each the same picture.
1: That would be cute. Yeah.
0: I stole that idea from Family Stone.
1: <laughs> and I just heard the movie I talked
0: about earlier. But yeah, I feel like pictures always mean something because it's hard shopping for millionaires because if they yeah. want something, they just buy it. So I think going mm. on the more
1: personal side. I feel like, I mean, I don't know what the inside of Ashley's house looks like, but I don't know, it just kind of clicked in my head, like maybe like gothic inspired, like steampunk christmas ornaments oh cute
0: yeah i could definitely see myself getting jessica like derek was saying an oversized band t-shirt yeah. or something like that yeah maybe some boots not that she needs them because she makes them but <laughs> yeah i just like when i think of jessica i just think boots <laughs> yeah like
1: jessica i just think of like i mean granted this is kind of more so not 100 percent accurate but like jessica i just kind of think and associate her with soft like super girly comfort things mm-hmm. like spa day not that ashley can't like all those things but ashley I feel like is more – she's more, like, unconventional, eccentric. Like, she's going to want something a little bit more out of the box. Yeah.
0: Like, I I feel like
1: fuzzy socks or a throw blanket would be an appropriate gift for Jessica. Like, last (laughs) minute if I was going over her place. But I wouldn't want to give that to Ashley.
0: Right. You would want to come up with something more interesting and different
1: for Ashley. Not that she wouldn't be grateful, because I'm sure she would. Oh,
0: she totally would be. (laughs) So we also had a poll for the favorite Jessica and Ashley – live performance duet of a Christmas song and it's little drummer boy from the Christmas special we're about to review Nick and it can Jessica's family Christmas and then there was the happy Xmas Wars over cover that they do in Jessica's second Christmas special from 2010 when she had her happy Christmas album come out mm-hmm. really it's not a contest. Both are so good. And I love both of them. But Little Drummer Boy definitely won. War is Over only got a few votes. I mean, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's just more classic for us early 2000s babies. And this special was also a bigger deal than Jessica's second special. Like, I don't even think I watched her second special at the time.
1: Right. Mm. I didn't know there was a second special.
0: Yeah, it was on PBS, actually.
1: Oh, okay, okay, Mm -hmm. okay. I'll probably watch it later and then be like, oh, I do remember this. But, like, off the top of my head, I'm not 100% sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll get to it.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, now we come to our review of Nick and Jessica's Family Christmas. Yay. Now, I'm going to read the press release, which I found. (laughs) ABC announces Nick and Jessica's Family Christmas, a one-time special event featuring sketch comedy and music. Musical performances by the Newlywed Stars, airing Wednesday, December 1st on ABC. Ashley Simpson, Brian McKnight, and the members of 98 Degrees, including Drew Lachey, are among special guests to appear. Like, he's so special that they need to say. (laughs) him. America's favorite young married couple, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson, multiple, multi-platinum artists known for their hit MTV series Newlyweds, star in a fun-filled family Christmas variety hour of comedy and music celebrating the holidays... With the success of their first Variety Special, the beloved Nick and Jessica return to celebrate the holidays with friends and family while showcasing their singing and comedic talents in a series of sketches and musical performances. Uh, Then they go over the guests again. All of Nick and Jessica's wishes come true in their magical cabin where snow can fall at the flip of a switch or presents can appear under the tree in an instant the famed couple opened the show with a singing and dancing number to the tune of Baby It's Cold Outside from Jessica's new Christmas album entitled Rejoice, the Christmas Album. Members of Nick and Jessica's family share special memories of them growing up and spending the holidays together. And the Simpson and Lachey families unite, 35 in all, to close out the show with a performance of Silent Night. So that was a lot for a press release. (laughs) I feel like all those details, not sure if they were necessary, but uh, so going back a little bit in 2000, 2004 in january of 2004 nick and jessica hosted snl and at the time i didn't realize obviously i knew jessica wanted to get into acting because she soon did but joe told them to take their snl appearance as an audition for production companies directors writers because apparently they both wanted to get into acting and i just think that's so weird because i mean nick's wasn't sorry nick but they were taking off so much In terms of fame that I just wouldn't Expect them to transition and then Just become actors, you know? Right I would expect that they would put out more music And take the opportunity to tour And promote their music more, which Jessica did it all She she did a tour, you know, she did the Reality tour, she did Dukes of Hazard and then more movies She, you know, was all over the place Promoting newlyweds as well and her dessert Line, so she did it all. But From that, they ended up doing Their own variety special with which they obviously will do a review of that when we do it. But I guess that one was successful enough that it warranted this Christmas special. And I like this special, but I also hate it because it's just, isn't Jessica stupid? That's the theme of this. And it really bothers me because this was already over a year since Newlyweds premiered. It was over a year since the Chicken of the Sea thing. Yes, she had other moments, but it's just time to move
1: on. Yeah,
0: no, I strongly
1: agree with that
0: if you're a talented writer, you don't have to do the same joke over and over again in different ways. You can come up with other jokes. And there were some other funny things in this that didn't have anything to do with Jessica being stupid. And by the way, she's not stupid. But I know that, I mean, obviously she consented to this. She agreed to do all these jokes. I But I wonder if she was sad about it or if she was just like, come on already. Or yeah. if she was like, hey, whatever. I'm just gonna keep doing this because that's what people
1: like, so I'll just do it. Right. Because I mean, think. it didn't happen but like she could have just easily been typecast moving forward as like the dumb blonde Mm -hmm. like that whole dumb trope which isn't really valid but yeah whatever I
0: was thinking about when during that scene you know Jessica's so dumb she gets her tongue stuck to the pole seeing her struggle with the fake prosthetic tongue and trying to act at the same time and all that bullshit and I'm just thinking like in a few years girl (laughs) you're gonna have more money than you ever imagined in your life you're gonna be running a company don't don't even worry about it. Like, yeah, you got this. Just it. hang on, you know? <laughs> And it just really does go to show that you can't judge
1: somebody by a few odd comments or silly things that they say. No, and it's like she just worked with it then, but she's laughing her way all the way to the bank, so. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So it opens with Jessica comes out with eggnog, Mm -hmm. and she's like, oh my gosh, Nick, you have to try this. She looks so cute. She does. I think we should just go through the outfits as we go through, rather than do a fashion segment, because... There's just so much. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of outfit changes. <laughs> yes.
0: I love her hair. It's very short. And she has that flower clip like right in the middle of her head. It's very cute. And she's wearing the polo Ralph Lauren matching sweatsuit which mm-hmm. is everything I love it. It looks great on her and it's just a really cute shade of pink. And she has her Christmas apron. Yes the white Christmas trees and so the joke here is that Jessica left the eggshells in the eggnog. Right. <laughs> Nick's trying to pour it and it's like all gross and then she says I'm gonna go make Christmas cookies. She says something like where's the oven or, or remind what is...
1: me which one's the oven again. <sighs> yeah. I
0: just. And it sucks that he's always playing. You know there's one, I can't remember which one, but there's another joke in this where she says something, and Nick, like, is like, shaking his head, and it just seems so, it's just so played out. Like, we get it. She doesn't know what things
1: are sometimes. Like, if they just, if that was, like, the only joke in it, I feel like it wouldn't have been as bad, but, like, you brought up the, she runs into, like, the pole, and then she has, like, the prosthetic tongue, and Nick's Mm -hmm. like, oh, how many times did I tell you not to stick out your tongue outside? Or, like, whatever. It's just kind of like you're beating a dead horse at this point. But.
0: And in this, I think their acting is better throughout this special, but in this opening scene the acting is i would say it's subpar yeah. <laughs> it's just
1: not that good. But then, yeah, and then Nick asked her why she's doing all this, and Jessica says she wants, like, a traditional snowy Christmas, like, at mm-hmm. a ski lodge with everyone singing Christmas songs by the fire. I just want it to feel like Christmas. I wish we could have a traditional family Christmas with a snowy ski lodge and a big tree and everybody singing Christmas carols by the fire. And it's really cute because Jessica innocently, like, asks Nick, well, maybe if we wish her it, it'll come true, which mm-hmm. is really that's the spirit of Christmas. Yeah.
0: This was very 90s It felt like one of the specials I grew up with That was just so overly magical And Christmassy and wishy and all that stuff Yeah And so the wish comes true once they kiss Yay for true love's kiss Yes And then they're in the set that they have For the whole rest of the show In this beautifully decorated house And they launch right into Baby It's Cold Outside Like it was jarring (laughs) I was like okay And they lip synced Which is weird I wish they would have just done a live version of it and then I was confused because they have the outtakes.
1: Right. And so
0: in the outtakes they mess up as they're singing live to the track and they mess up. So they're not lip syncing to a track. Oh my god. so I don't understand why then Unless there was some kind of post-production Sound issue like once they listened to it back They realized that their live singing wasn't Gonna work for some reason Ooh, maybe. First of all I don't like the recorded version very much So when I see them performing it I would rather just them actually perform it So I didn't really love that but I did Like the choreography it was I liked how They used the whole set right but they just say in one spot right it, it was so cheesy that I couldn't breathe but <laughs> <laughs> It was still
1: Cute and Jessica this outfit here. Oh my gosh. Yes. The like white kind of off the shoulder top, the white pants, the white heeled boots. Like, yeah, amazing. Well,
0: I think the boots were taupe because she had the sparkly belt right. and then the boots were more like, they had like a little bit of color and the belted too, but then the rest was pure white. Yeah. And it was so beautiful. And then she had her
1: hair slicked back in the bun. It just, she just looks great. She always looks great. Like, I don't think there, I've seen Jessica style and been like, oh, why did she wear that? <laughs> I mean, we're not going to talk about that like red leather outfit. I mean, like after that, like, starting in like 2000s <laughs> moving forward. Oh, yeah.
0: I think, was that the Billboard Awards? I
1: think so. <laughs> you know listen we all have outfits we're not proud of we so. do and you
0: know that they were like you have to wear this because you yeah. me you know yeah So then we have, they announce how they're going to have all the lichets and all the Simpsons Mm -hmm. and Jessica says, including my sister, Ashley, and I cheer. And then Dick says, and also my brother, Drew. And it's just like, that is not the same as Ashley. If we're talking relevance here. Yeah. Drew is irrelevant because he was rude on the camping trip. True. My opinion. Yeah. (laughs) So then there's the stupid, these jokes are so bad. They're like, oh, there's all these amazing things, blah, blah, blah. And then Jessica's like, oh my God, you know, the light turns on and off yeah the one thing i did like about this joke though is that her acting is really good in this she's good at making fun of herself yeah so it it does kind of get a laugh from me because she does look so genuinely excited and she's like (laughs) laughing they had to just like pound it into the wall and it makes like oh there's a machine in there that turns bread into Toast. Yeah,
1: in the kitchen. And then she runs off stage which then transitions us into our first skit. Oh my god. So we start <laughs> this and Elf appears on the screen. And it's An apprentice, apprentice? Uh, apprentice, I can't talk. I can never talk when we're doing the podcast. Um, It's an apprentice inspired skit. And we are seeing Nick with the most awful wig. It's not his fault. Nick is playing Donald Trump. So like the whole like side swoop, but obviously a lot thicker (sighs) because the Don has less hair now. I'm stressed just thinking about this. Yeah. Jessica
0: looks amazing. She's wearing this bright red top with a red fur collar and mm-hmm. red lipstick that matches like exactly and her hair is all short and curly and pretty. That was the highlight but, for me. <laughs> yeah, I thought
1: it was really cute because Apprentice was huge. It was at the time. it was big at the time. So them kind of playing on that, I thought was awesome.
0: Yeah, and I thought the evil laughs that they do at the end after firing poor Winky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was over the top. It wasn't my favorite skit, but, you know, it was topical at the time of the show being popular. and Right. So then there's this really cute clip of Jessica and her friend when they were six, and then they show Jessica when she was five singing We Wish You Would Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's so cute because she is singing, and then she goes, wait, <laughs> and she curtsies. like she, she says, like, wait so she can curtsy properly. Right. She
1: has to adjust herself because she's just <sighs> that much of a perfectionist at five. My Queen.
0: <laughs> so cute. It's just like adorable. That that was like my favorite part of this whole special. It's all the old pictures and the clips.
1: Yeah. That was such a highlight. So then after that, we kind of segue into our next part of the show. <laughs> Nick, this is like this stupid dog joke. Yeah. That poor animal. <laughs> yeah. So Nick calls for Jessica and she's like, I'm coming. I'm wrapping presents. And she comes <laughs> down the stairs and she's like, you can't open it till Christmas but like it's obviously a dog <laughs> with like you could see its eyes and its mouth it's not like hurting or anything mm-hmm.
0: the thing is um, they should have had better writers that could write genuinely funny jokes of her maybe not realizing what things are like smart funny and like 30 rock kind of funny
1: yeah rather
0: than it being so obviously something that no one in the world even if they were half brain dead would say there were a lot of these on friends because joey is stupid that's one of his traits right and there were some things that were brilliant where you're like oh my gosh I can understand how this person would think that but then there were some later on in the series they dumbed him down and dumbed him down so much to the point where he I mean he wouldn't know what the most basic thing is and it just it wasn't funny because when you're writing somebody to be stupid it's almost ironic there needs to be a cleverness in the way that you choose for them to be stupid right or else it's just lazy and that's what this was
1: yeah because then like you're saying like it's just poor taste at that point
0: yeah and it's it's just not impressive it's like okay I get it haha rather than this is a good example we were watching the SNL thing with Justin Timberlake right and you said oh that was good when Jimmy Fallon says I wouldn't trust her to cure a ham and Justin goes the ham is sick
1: right that was done well
0: that's something that a naive person would be like oh what does that mean that means there's something wrong with it like is it sick like what right you know that's more of the vein i think that this should have been done and if they had to do this at all they should have just not even done jessica is stupid anymore
1: right which kind of brings us to our next thing so mm-hmm. doorbell rings and jessica leads the iconic ashley simpson <gasps> thank in. god
0: cool we have a visitor
1: <sighs> hey
0: ashley We can breathe, (laughs) Ashley.
1: So Ashley asks Jessica why she wasn't invited to the Christmas special, and Jessica says she did invite her. That she had sent her an email yesterday, and yeah, just enough with the bad jokes. Jessica runs over to computer, and we see a letter shoved into. I'm assuming it would be the CD drive, or kind of like underneath the computer. Mm -hmm. And Jessica's like, I guess the email guy didn't come.
0: That see, the reason why this doesn't work is because Jessica's a young person and email is still relatively new like in the last 10 years that email became relevant so like jessica knows what email is because she's young and young people know about technology therefore this joke doesn't work
1: no especially when she does like they showed her like using the video chat with nick on yeah. one of the episodes of Newlywood. So it's kind of like how is that that yeah. far off?
0: This would be a better joke if they did a skit with Joe. I mean he wasn't even that old at this point but if it was an older if it was Santa or something and Santa was like I still have to get the hang of this email. It wouldn't be funny but it would be like cuter. You right. have to do something that Jessica actually may not know. You have to think about what are the things that she's done before that she genuinely didn't know like the chicken of the sea, the platypus thing, like stuff like that. There's just little things in there that make Get funny. You don't have to do this. Person is totally brain dead. It's just so annoying. Yeah, it's just
1: tired. Cause like being realistic, like the, I don't care. The first time I really heard of a platypus being an animal, like <laughs> granted, yeah, it was a newlyweds, but like at that point, I think I kind of forgot about it because it was like the whole episode wasn't really. They didn't put that much emphasis on it. Like it's, it's like one quick scene, right? So I didn't really know like a platypus was an animal until I was watching. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb with my little sister and that was on the Disney channel and they have a pet platypus who like turns into a secret agent mm-hmm. so it's like at that point I was like oh okay this is a thing but like <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna be like oh yeah I totally do. There's
0: things that as a young singer who didn't finish high school the traditional way and all that kind of stuff, there's things that you're not going to know. And they could have found those things and made clever, stupid jokes. Right. So, okay. I think it's annoying that Ashley appears and then Jessica leaves to do a solo.
1: (laughs) Right. And then we don't see Ashley for a little while. I'm like,
0: excuse me. So we have Jessica doing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus and Jessica's lip syncing again. Right. Which annoys me because she's not a lip syncer. As I said, the first, in the first episode the first time I saw her she got sick mm-hmm. and she was coughing through the songs and her voice didn't sound at its best because she was really ill she still didn't leave even lip sync on that day So I don't know what they told her. I have no idea why they couldn't record her live vocals. It's so stupid to me, especially because she says to Ashley, oh, I want a big band and a classic whatever. And Ashley's like, that's not going to happen. And then it does. It would have been really nice to hear her real, not her, I mean, it is her real voice, but hear her live vocals. Right. You know, with this band. So I don't know. But she
1: looks gorgeous. Yeah, she absolutely does.
0: (laughs) She's wearing that champagne dress with the glitter on it. Mm -hmm. I love that color for the holidays or really any time. I just love that champagne color. Yeah. And we didn't talk about Ashley's
1: outfit. So, Oh my goodness.
0: It's a lot. She looks gorgeous. Her hair is in that jet black era that we all live for. And it's pulled back just a little bit, but still loose. And she just looks very pretty. And she's wearing, again, just like on Thanksgiving when she wore that velvet matching suit. Yeah which that outfit is everything.
1: But this is just this long velvet coat which I love. Yeah, it's like black or dark purple. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, I mean these
0: some stuff was actually really hard to tell because the quality. Right. <laughs> I found one on Daily Motion that claimed to be HD and then when I played it it was not. But okay, so she's wearing like a silky green cami which was very popular these like little silky camis that everybody
1: was wearing and her shoes though oh my gosh those black and white boots that she just wore all the time she wore on an award show
0: or something yeah and they're so bad and I just don't know why she put them with this outfit (laughs) but you know that's Ashley and then
1: she had her like jeans rolled up at the start of the boots Yeah.
0: I mean, she still looks so cute.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's very on brand for Ashley, but I would deconstruct that outfit if I ever wanted to wear it. I agree. So after Jessica finishes singing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, we get our next skit, which is about Nick's lickable deodorant. That was funny. That was done like really well.
0: I'm Nick Lachey. And if you liked my wife's line of kissable cosmetics, you'll love my new lickable underarm deodorant. That was clever. So they're going off the whole dessert thing and I like the way that they make fun of it you know and it's just so funny how they have this girl lick his armpit I mean oh I hope God. she didn't did she literally I, I don't, think I, so really like,
1: skeeved me out yeah
0: it looked real to me I don't know I just love that Jessica wasn't a part of it she's like I'm not yeah no <laughs>
1: but yeah but that it's... was a
0: funny skit and it was a good skit for him because obviously like his whole thing is I'm hot you look at my abs and all that shit so like it was a good opportunity for him to show off his body and everything, and it was a genuinely funny joke. And it was quick, so it wasn't right. they didn't do 10 versions of the joke over and over again, like they're doing with Jessica being stupid. It's just quick, funny, Done. yeah, yeah.
1: This was like just whoever wrote this joke, round of applause because, like, yes, that was great, it
0: was really good. And then they do the outtakes, mm-hmm. which are cute. I always love outtakes. Then we have 90 degrees coming over.
1: Right. So Jessica's like, oh my gosh, it's 98 degrees. And Nick's like, lower the thermostat. (laughs) Which like, that (laughs) was a great joke. Yeah. Where it's not just like, that was genuinely funny. Mm -hmm.
0: I was sad though, because Jessica leaves. I'm like, please come back, Mm -hmm. Jessica. But it's actually nice that they included 90 degrees, you know? It's kind of an all-encompassing special with so many different people on it. Right. You know, which I really like.
1: And it's funny because, like, they – uh Nick and Drew start singing, like, a Christmas song, like, joking. Mm-hmm. And Jessica's like, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. And I wanted <laughs> to be like, clearly you didn't listen to your husband's album. <gasps> Anyways, oh. then they sang I'll Be Home for Christmas acapella. And I thought the performance was great. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get yelled at for this, so I'm sorry, guys. But the guy who was wearing the orange shirt and the jacket, the jacket looked so oh, big. Oh, ja- wait. Was that – I think it's Justin. No, no, no. That was Jeff. Jeff. Okay. Well, it like the jacket was so big. It made him look like the shrunken head from Beetlejuice because it was just so (laughs) big and so poppy. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was fine. Like I, I don't care about 90 degrees really. So I was just
0: like, whatever. But I liked that there were tons of real family photos on the piano. I thought that even though this was a very like overproduced cheesy network thing, I thought it was nice that they had the real family element there.
1: Yeah. They did try and tie that in. So that was good. Mm hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so jessica comes back thank god
1: <sighs> we were dying
0: she's singing
1: have yourself a merry little christmas mm-hmm. outside and this is when she gets her tongue stuck and blah 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 one thing i noticed was i don't know if it's like just how to explain it, like her texas accent came out but she didn't say winter she said winter yeah <laughs> so i thought that was really cute <laughs> yeah i noticed in
0: her audiobook a lot of the time she instead of real she says real it's cute yeah or like feel Phil um <laughs> it's cute so yeah then they I actually find this satisfying because when she pulls Nick after he makes fun of her mm-hmm. and then you know he gets a taste of his own medicine I really enjoy that because I think she should have done that more in real life yeah.
1: <laughs> that and I also like how they like break the third wall cause they show like the fake cameraman or producer and he's like no keep singing keep going like yeah 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 so I thought that was really fun too
0: yeah and uh I like Jessica's look here because she I don't think I don't know if she would really wear this in real life so it was nice to see her in a different look because she had this bright blue beanie on and Mm -hmm. the bright orange jacket and I mean she looked it's so funny how beautiful somebody can look when their tongue is stuck on a pole yeah (laughs) like I was still noticing even in this like silly comedic bit I was like wow she's gorgeous Mm -hmm. (laughs) so let's see what's next oh so the dog is back did you catch the name of the dog no timberlake (laughs) it was like a throwaway line that's so funny nick was like all right timberlake or whatever come on timberlake come on boy come on boy it was just weird i don't know um i don't care for justin timberlake very much so i didn't need to be reminded of his existence but yeah. I, it was a random weird funny thing
1: oh my goodness and then brian mcknight graces us with his presence as well and him and jessica do at a oh holy night i could not have been more impressed with that Whoa!
0: beautiful but my complaint is that I wanted Jessica to do it by herself like I love Brian McKnight but I don't know maybe they could have sung something else together because I just love like we were already obviously gushing about how good it is on her album and I just didn't want her to share the spotlight
1: with him in this moment but (laughs) yeah I just I don't know I really thought they did a great job together Brian McKnight I don't think he's as big as he was then like he obviously still has a strong following of course but it was just like oh wow like it just made me think of like listening to his other songs growing up so Then
0: Then we uh, So Nick tells some story About Santa or whatever
1: mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs>
0: And there's the little Moment of the skit I thought this was Actually funny So Jessica Promotes her Christmas album Oh my gosh Yes, <laughs> yes. And Nick's like, don't use this moment to promote your Christmas album. She's like, why? Yeah. Use it to promote mine the day after Christmas album. I thought that was funny. Like when SNL has jokes that are more good, clean, fun. Yeah. I like when they just take something and turn it on its head just in such a stupid way. Like it's so stupid, but it's funny. And then he does a whole number, uh, you know, a whole song about for anyone who's worked in retail, you know, this is funny when
1: he sings, Oh, receipt. How could I forget you? Yeah. (laughs) Because he talks about <laughs> returning a sweater, Drew got him, and then he realized he doesn't have the receipt after, like, trekking all the way to the store or the mall or what have you. Yes.
0: I reached into my pockets, baby, but
1: I forgot my receipt. Well, oh, receipt. How could I ever forget you?
0: And he must have genuinely wanted an acting career Or maybe comedy career Because the fact that he would give up Doing a solo of like a serious song Where he could really sing And do this kind of silly thing instead Kind of made me respect him a little bit more Because it's a genuine joke And he still sounded good on the song and everything But I thought that it was nice that he didn't Because there's obviously a lot of instances Of him being jealous of Jessica and stuff So I thought it was interesting That he didn't demand this very serious moment Of him doing, I don't know what song but just something where he could have a genuine i'm a singer and i'm so amazing moment because even the 90 degrees thing was all four of them you know he didn't get his own did he he didn't get his own solo aside from this no so i liked it
1: so yeah and then also just in case you forget jessica's album is indeed a great stocking stuffer
0: (laughs) any (laughs) of her albums really but (laughs) yes yes and, uh, and then I, I loved how it ended with, can I at least get a store credit? <laughs> right.
1: Because <laughs> at that point, that's kind of how we all feel at the end of the day. Oh
0: my gosh. And every one of us who's worked in retail had to, you know, has to do that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't do that.
1: <laughs> but... <laughs> so okay. then we have this hologram oh my gosh so yeah nick and jessica did it in 2004 they did it first before there was before the michael jackson before kanye yeah before the whitney hologram they had the crosby bill crosby Bing crosby bing. 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 sorry i can't talk
0: <laughs> bing crosby it's okay he's, hologram. Not, he's not an icon or anything so don't worry Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fine I I think this They had the technology To like project it Off of a window Maybe it wasn't a projector It was probably just computer
1: Yeah I doubt
0: that it was there live It might
1: have been like A two-way mirror type thing Yeah
0: And I thought this was kind of I thought it was Weirdly unnecessary Like it doesn't really sound Like he's singing with them
1: Where the Listen.
0: Listen And children Listen to him, slave else in the snow, snow. No, yeah. it doesn't, it wasn't magical or anything to me. Jessica looks amazing. Of course. <laughs> we sound like a broken record, but wait, wh- which outfit was this? Hold on. Oh, it's an it was the other champagne dress. This kind of cut is really unflattering on a lot of people. It's that really wide tank top that extends kind of on the shoulder. This makes people's arms look so fat. <laughs> no offense. I mean, I'm mostly talking about myself, but I feel like even skinny people, like when they wear this, it's I mean skinnier than me. I'm, I'm I'm not big or anything, but like people that are really skinny, it still makes them look kind of like linebackers. But of course, Jessica looks great. And I did think that throughout this whole special, you could tell that she was working out for Dukes of Hazard because she looks more fit and like, she looks more athletic. In my opinion? Right. She looks amazing either way, but I just that was just something that I noticed and this dress like really showed off her arms in that way. So, she has her hair swept to the side and has that curl with the low bun and she's queen of the low bun. Yeah. She always looks good in that. And we forgot to talk about the the Brian McKnight outfit, not his outfit.
1: <laughs> Jessica's. Yeah,
0: she's wearing those black pants and the white top that has black stripes on it and the black straps and, and the And like the big
1: black hair clip.
0: Yeah. It's so
1: beautiful.
0: And in that scene Also, her makeup is, like, extra wintry and icy. It's not the, like, red lip look. And I just think she looks so – like, it just goes so good with her hair and her whole coloring.
1: She looks so good. She does look good. So after, we have Kind of Lost. So it's supposed to be, like, (laughs) a parody of Lost, but it's Nick with Christmas presents looking for his car.
0: Funny. That was good writing. Yeah, yeah. Kind
1: of Lost. Yeah.
0: And then finally (gasps) – the moment we've all been waiting for. This actually showed how much clout Ashley had at the time because they the tease her at the beginning and then the whole episode, they're like, stay tuned for the first ever live televised... I mean, it wasn't live. It was pre-recorded. But, you know, the first televised performance of Jessica and Ashley. Together. Thank God. So they tell a story about Tina almost being brutally murdered by a Christmas tree.
1: We go and we, like, look over um, our banister. And my mom is... All, all we see is feet and a christmas tree laying on top of her
0: yes <laughs> fun story good times
1: <laughs> and then
0: yeah they show like iconic performances from their childhood mm-hmm. and cute photos shall i play for you but I'm a bumper on my job And, you know, we already talked about the song and how we feel about it. We love it.
1: Right. I just thought it was interesting during the song, which is something we've talked about in our All About Ashley episodes before that. A lot of the pictures are either just of Jessica or Jessica as a baby. And then it's like <laughs> the ones that Ashley's in, it's like she's older. It's like did, like, obviously she's not adopted, but it was just like, girl, like... <laughs> Are you adopted? Like why why are you not in the pictures when you're smaller? We have so many questions about <laughs> Ashley's
0: early life. If, yeah. you, if you haven't heard our All About Ashley episode, please tune in because we have more questions than answers, but it's still fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we have the whole family Christmas scene. And they do the gag that's in every... I mean, this has been done so many times where, you know, there's someone standing at the door and everyone's piling on the coats mm-hmm. and piling on the coats. And they escalated to the point where Nick is on the floor completely covered in coats. And they should have left him there.
1: Yeah, but anyways, they didn't. So... um <laughs>
0: That was very generous of them. It was, you know what? It's Christmas. He can come out from under the pile.
1: <laughs> For a couple minutes. Yeah. But yeah, they have 35 members of the Lashaya and Simpson family, which is a COVID dream oh my god but it's It's really sweet yeah that they showed like all of their cousins and like
0: i loved it got
1: it got them together because granted it was for this whole thing but they were probably on set a good chunk of the day So they probably got to spend some actual family time together.
0: I love it because just imagine how proud they all are, you know, especially at this specific moment in time. I mean, they must have been so proud already when Nick and Jessica just even became successful at the level they were with their music, but now obviously they've exploded with newlyweds and, you know, these are two very normal families. Jessica's from Texas and Nick is from Cincinnati, Ohio and just to grow up with these cute kids in the family that sing at Christmas and whatever and sing by the piano and all that kind of stuff and then look at what they've done with their life right you got to watch it all happen yeah and they get to share this special moment with that many people and
1: now we'd like to introduce you to the most important people in our lives our families these are the people who've been with us through thick and thin. the people who've raised us loved us inspired us and made us everything we are today the greatest christmas present we could have is to spend
0: this holiday with our families and now they're here it must have been so fun because i don't know where they if they shot this in new york or la but either way they had to fly everybody out from different parts of the country right. and it probably was a big deal and just that they all got to be together because we do see on newlyweds them kind of trying to fly around and see everybody for the holidays and stuff I don't know if all of these people were in the same room because Jessica said ever since our wedding I dreamed that we could all be in the same room like this yeah and what a better time when they're I mean I don't know if whatever whoever produced this if they paid to fly everybody in Joe or...
1: Simpson was an executive producer
0: <laughs> so
1: not surprised
0: yeah yeah Joe's got a handle on it. See so yeah, it's cute. They all sing Silent
1: Night.
0: And Jessica's wearing that black ensemble with the fur that's, it's like um the white fur with the black specks in it that like right. kings always wore back in the day.
1: It's like very like vintage
0: housewife Type. Very royal, yes, yes, vintagey, and she has a she has a high bun, but she has a middle part this time, which is a little different from what she normally did, does. And she has like darker red lipstick. I mean, she just looks gorgeous. Like it's just stupid to even. <laughs> like, it's just stupid. Why do we need to say this again? That Jessica looks gorgeous, but I just feel a need to.
1: <laughs> we just have to make sure you guys know in case you don't know.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, that is the Nick and Jessica family Christmas special.
1: Yeah. So. We hope you enjoyed listening because I (laughs) loved talking about it and taking notes and just like listening to the album on loop for a couple times and watching the Christmas special a couple times too.
0: We have one more thing to discuss. The Ashley Simpson Christmas song, Christmas Past, Present, and Future. I, this song, I mean, we all make choices. Right. (laughs) It's not my favorite Christmas song. That's what I'll say. Okay, so this song is on this album, a compilation album called Wild Christmas. Raven Simone is on it. Evan Rachel Wood is on it. Future, Yeah, she played Elsa's mom in Frozen, too. She was also in um, Across the Universe. Yeah, she has a good voice. Multi-talented Evan Rachel Wood. And yeah, I don't
1: like this song. (laughs) It's definitely what you were saying earlier when we are talking about Little Drummer Boy, how like... Sometimes people try and make a Christmas song like too alternative, like too raw. Too much. And I really feel like that's what this is. Leah made a good point of saying that when we were listening to it, it sounds very Limp Biscuit. It does sound like Limp Biscuit. And it just sounds so. It really dates it because it's. Christmas
0: songs should be timeless. Right. And this uses a lot of effects and techniques that were very popular in 2002, 2003, 2004. It just. Takes me right back to like school, being in the cafeteria with my yeah. friend. Like it just has that vibe of that era, and it's it's a good precursor to Ashley's album because on her album they use some of these techniques, but well, and this is just kind of like a mess. But her voice, it's Ashley, you know, like her voice is still so Ashley and like has kind of like that whiny quality. Right, on and it. she
1: throws us like a little hint at yeah. the end. <laughs> <laughs> love those little sounds that she makes it's great they make my soul happy yeah so that'll do it for our christmas special (laughs) merry christmas everybody happy holidays if you celebrate if you don't celebrate if you don't celebrate and you're miserable send us a message we'll cheer you up yeah we'll talk to you we love
0: helping people out especially during this time of year and you know, not to be sad, but shout out to anyone if you've lost somebody this year. There's a lot of people that should be at Christmas right now that aren't because of this horrible virus or even if just any other reason. I just want to acknowledge you guys because obviously it sucks. So we hope that you can find some comfort in watching Jessica and Ashley be adorable at Christmas and we hope that you're able to have whatever kind of Christmas you can have I hope you're being safe
1: mm-hmm. that's most important and yeah, yeah it's Christmas can be eating Chinese food and just Curl uh, up. just isolating and just taking it easy and that's fine too yeah
0: watch a good Christmas movie watch this special let us know what you think
1: and remember self-care is important so take a breath take a walk and yes. don't let people bring you down and don't
0: feel pressured to spend a ton of money on a stupid gift just if you care about someone you don't have some money or even if you do just write them a nice letter or something or
1: pro tip say you're too worried about catching the virus so spread it out and then just don't (laughs) see people until like january and give them presents then so you're not completely breaking your bank
0: yeah it is kind of a relief this year that things aren't as crazy yeah so thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week with another
1: episode. Uh, you'll hear from us then. Bye. Bye.
0: You know, it's not about presents or decorations or Magic Lodge. It's really about spending time with the ones that you love, sharing old memories and making new ones.
1: That's the true spirit of Christmas. So thanks to
0: all of you for spending this time with us, and we hope you and your family had as much fun as we did with our family.
1: And as much fun as I had with the light switch. <laughs> Merry
0: Christmas! Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Ashley and Jessica's family Christmas special. We love you guys so much. We're so happy that we were able to start this podcast this year and that you guys are all listening to it we have so much fun doing it and we hope that you guys have at least half as much fun listening and also that you have the most magical christmas or kwanzaa or that you had the most magical hanukkah possible during this crazy stressful strange year and that you are cozy at home safe and warm and that you're on our instagram duh Follow us at Ashley and Jessicast. Follow us on Twitter at Ashley Jessicast. Tell all of your friends who are screaming along to Hark the Herald Angels sing on Rejoice, honey. Let them know about the podcast and send us an email at ashleyandjessicast at gmail.com.